0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your
1: Shit, Shit
0: Together. together.
1: You no. got it right
2: this time. I had to write Wait, it down, down, so... Down so I, was trying,
1: I was trying to hide yeah. this from you. I just
2: don't know why you didn't do that like a long time ago. I know. So <laughs> it's, you have a gigantic whiteboard here. <laughs> so,
0: the, so the people who are watching this on YouTube, I I always mess up, so I had to make myself a little cheat sheet <laughs> right there. Um, on the whiteboard. On the whiteboard, which is what Sam was trying to cover up. So for those of you who are listening via podcast and have no idea what I'm talking about, check out our YouTube channel. Hey. <laughs> you have a YouTube, YouTube channel? We do have a YouTube channel. Am I the only lazy ass sitting down right now? Yes. Yep. Good. Well, you sitting down is still like average height for Sam and I. Yeah.
1: So it's leveled f- off. I'm efficient. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're good. Uh, so why do you start this podcast off? By um, saying who we are? That would be a great idea. Oh, bit. that's true. That's true. Thanks, Sam. Uh, <laughs> I didn't write that part down. I need to write that down too. We'll get it down <laughs> one of these days. Oh. Uh, it's so, only a year and a half. <laughs> I mean shit. So with you, um, I am one of your co-hosts or one of your hosts, uh, Rohit Rohila. Kyle Reed. I'm Sam T. And come on I'm, I'm Bartlett, on the mic.
1: <laughs> on
2: mic. You missed that, didn't yeah. you? Not, not in no, boat, I did not. not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. yeah. He just
0: wanted to do it. He's not All saying right. Uh, so, a bit of a serious note. This is the first podcast we are recording <sighs> after after a passing. Chester Bennington of Linkin Park. Uh, Linkin Park was one of the first real concerts that I went to. Uh, mm. Loved their music because it, it it had that that feel good, like screaming and yelling. The, the lyrics are really what got me
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just so such phenomenal lyrics. And so it's, you know, I think everyone knows now that, that he passed away by, by hanging himself via, you know, a, a suicide. And I mean, I'm just tossing this out there. If ever you guys need to speak to any of us, like we're not qualified, but if you feel more comfortable talking to one of us, just please do it. Like all of us, you can find our emails You know, at, like, Sam at, you know, Gummel at Kyle, I'm at myself, at podcast or reach out to someone because it affects not just you. You know, if you think about how you would feel, the hurt you would feel, the loneliness, sadness you would feel if someone that's close to you passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just them passing away. When they commit suicide, I can only imagine that it's just, that much more gut-wrenching um so everybody and we're all loved
1: and there's hotlines and there's websites and there's um links that you can actually go to um for situations like that also you know like you said we aren't we aren't you know professionals at, at this here and sometimes we you know we go a little too far on certain things um but there are actual professionals that are out there that will be able to help you out yeah for sure
0: so um, just wanted to uh State that out, and Chester, thank you for some amazing lyrical yeah. work and microphone yeah. skills. And Chris. For music.
1: Chris who? Chris Cornell. He passed away just a little bit before, before yeah. Chester. A few months ago. Who was a really good friend of Chester. I don't know who that is. He is the uh, lead singer for Nine Inch Nails. Oh. oh so he passed away via suicide yeah. also. Yeah. And then Chester, unfortunately, um, went the same route, Man. sadly enough. Yeah, Yeah, so rest in peace to both of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So ready to uh, record this episode, fellas? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So today, ladies and gentlemen, when we first started this podcast, it was all about G-Y-S-T, which stands for Get Your Shit Together. I was waiting for him to just say it. I was hoping (laughs) he would.
2: And he wasn't going to do it. One One day. day. We got to trick him. (laughs) Almost, almost
1: got them. <laughs>
0: Whose side are you guys on?
1: Jeez. I just want you to stub your toe.
3: <laughs> Step on a Lego.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I
2: don't
0: have any Legos.
3: You damn well.
2: Uh, really? really have you have a closet full of them.
0: <laughs> it's true. Um, But, uh, yeah, so, so with that in mind, we do a lot of fun episodes. We do a lot of, like, last week's was pet peeves, you know, things that drive us nuts and stuff like that. But every now and then we touch on an episode that really is geared around getting yours together. Right. Today's all about finances. So what does it mean? How do you, you know, what are some tips and tricks to really start getting stuff together? The thing is the majority of us live under one rule when it comes, especially to finances, and that's that ignorance is bliss.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh. Right. I'll,
0: te- I'll tell you how many times I have to look at my bank account
1: after a night of drinking. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, I'll wait till <laughs> Monday with this guy. With
3: <laughs>
2: this guy. Like Sunday there's still room.
0: <laughs> the Reason
1: why I got this belly.
2: Um
0: yeah, can we show that off to the audience on YouTube? They saw it. No, go and pull your
1: Oh shirt no, no, no. That's 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 <laughs> later. I'll give you Zerbert. That's <laughs> <laughs> If you watch the Cosby Show, you'll get it. <laughs> I do. I love the Cosby Show. I Zerbert you. <laughs> yeah. So you have
3: like a raspberry.
2: The...
1: Yeah. Sure.
3: A raspberry is what these fools gave each other at, on the picture last week.
2: No, that's not raspberry. That's a nipple twist. We're going way nipple off topic here. Yeah, Look anyway. up Zerbert oh, yeah. on Cosby okay. Show. You'll yeah. figure it out.
0: I was going so to a lot of people. At least you got it. I got it. A lot of people live under the rule that ignorance is bliss, right? And. Mm-hmm. They figure if they don't pay attention to it, as long as they're okay, that's good enough. But the majority of the money that we have that's being spent is to impress other people. So think about if you just bought a house and it's all empty, you're going to want to get, you know, uh, a big TV. Why? The bigger, the more impressive it is. Nice furniture. Yep. Exactly. So you are spending money to try to impress other people Mm -hmm. and one of the things i really like is the term poor versus broke now a poor person that's conditional that's what you are are born into that is 100 percent conditional but when it comes to being broke that's different because that's a mindset that's a situation and you can climb yourself out of that that's a that's a mentality so if you have if you take your paycheck and before you know it, you're racking up credit card bills. If you even have credit card bills, that's broke. That's situational. So a fantastic exercise that I learned, um, and I'm gonna make reference to several books that that I've got on finances. One is uh, Creating Wealth by Robert Allen. I actually was fortunate enough to meet Robert Allen, and I can tell you he's a lot taller than me. <laughs> Most people are. Most, yeah. I'm not well, talking to you guys. Uh, this is whenever someone talks about personal development or they ask for recommendations, this is number one on everyone's list. Napoleon Hill's think and grow rich. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's more about, you know, when it goes back to being poor versus broke and the broke mentality, uh, that's what he talks about. Uh, In my seminars, I don't say broke mentality. I say poverty consciousness uh, because really that's (laughs) your subconscious is really what drives you. It's those decisions that you're making that you don't even think about. Mm -hmm. And if you've got a poor, uh, not a poor, but but a broke mentality. If you're poverty conscious and that's where you're operating from, you're going to have more expenses at the end of the month than you do money coming in. Okay. Uh, money is My Friend for the New Millennium by Phil Lott. Uh, this is a favorite of mine. You're Broke Because You Want to Be by Larry Winget. <laughs> um, the reason why I think people really like Larry Winget is because he's just in your face honest. Okay. You know, the title is "You're Broke Because You Want to Be." Another book of his that I like is Damn "People man, I Are." It was
1: real cash. Okay.
0: That people are idiots, and I can prove it. <laughs> you know, so he's got some phenomenal stuff. Conversations with Millionaires. I mean, these are the kind of books you need to start reading. You know, if if you can, if you think all these are interviews with millionaires, that's phenomenal. And then Rich Dad Poor Dad, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, phenomenal. One of the you know cornerstones of the financial world. But in these, one of the things that I really gathered was in uh, Larry Wingate's, You're Broke Because You Want to Be. And what he does is he has an exercise where he has you on paper write down the amount of money you have coming in, right? So this is your paycheck. This is maybe some uh, royalties or whatever the case is. So you take your your income and then you subtract how much you're paying out every month. Now these are all of your expenses. These, This is everything from rent, mortgage, to food, to clothes. And then, what are you left with? Is it plus or minus? And now here's the key part. How do you feel about that number? Because if you're really honest with yourself, that's either a number that makes you happy or it's a number that makes you sad. Most people don't know that number. Mm-hmm. You're right. Ignorance is bliss, again. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, you know, what are, what are Let's
2: open this up. See, I think it's interesting you say all that. I totally agree with it, and it's funny because if you look at it in Indian culture, or I guess mostly in Asian culture as well, it's totally opposite. Where they end up just not enjoying the money at all, right? They, Mm. you know, where I'm going with this? You know, like growing up, all of a sudden save money save money save money mm-hmm. uh we can't spend money on this uh it's just like even like the things that like it doesn't even really matter it doesn't even like it costs like two bucks uh-huh but they're going to spend like 30 minutes to get around it rather than just using the two bucks to fix it within like
3: five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fucking worth the two dollars, trust me. Right, right,
2: exactly. (laughs) And I think it's just like, especially Indians, like we just in mindset of just saving money, saving money, saving Mm -hmm. money, that we are just always saving money and then just never end end up using it or Hmm. enjoying it.
1: Okay.
2: Um, With that said, Saving money, it's, it's great. Um, it's just when you take it too seriously at a point where you just don't even enjoy your life, where it just ends up being a coasting, mm-hmm. coasting up with that. So it's, it's. I feel like it's like exactly opposite of you said. And there's one of it is just, we just keep s- spending money. While on the other side is just, we just keep saving money. Mm-hmm. And
1: Is that why I, our parents have money and we're broke?
2: Yep. Pretty much. (laughs) Because
1: they're here from two different
2: generations. I swear, man. Everybody, Uh, talk to your parents. I'm pretty sure they got money. Yeah. And I think what it really comes down to to is just finding that middle ground Mm -hmm. on both of them. It's like, hey, how can you be sensible enough where you take the knowledge that your parents are giving you for, like, saving money, you know, financial stuff and that? But then, with us being a millennial, like just taking that and enjoying life as well, mm-hmm. you just got to find your middle ground where you're pretty much not putting yourself down in the hole. And that's what it comes down to.
3: Yeah. I wrote down a little bit uh, earlier, Rohit, when, when you were talking um, do you want to save more or do you want to make more?
2: Oh. Yeah. And huge it, difference yeah, yeah. And it
3: kind of goes exactly to what you were saying right? As right your parents when we're talking about older generations they were in the mode of conservation save as much money as you can yeah, yeah. your parents especially Asian families they probably save everything don't they yep. not just money
2: no yep <laughs> everything right
3: church <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Right? Because they have a mindset that they're not going to get any more. They're not going to have it again. Mm -hmm. So we can't get rid of this. We can't sell this. We can't give this away. We can't donate it. We have to keep it all. That Mm -hmm. lack mentality. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that changes in generations like ours, Mm -hmm. right? Where we are beginning to say, to feel that we can make more. The drawback is, is we don't put plans around it. We just say, oh, I can make more money. I'll spend it all right now. So we get into this cycle of almost perpetual payday loan cycle with your Mm -hmm. income. You spend it. You make more. You spend it. You make more. You spend it. You charge more. You pay for it. Mm -hmm. Right? So now, every fucking paycheck, you're caught up paying rent, paying car payment or insurance or gas or food and credit card payment. And now you have no liquid, mm-hmm. so week in and week out, you go in with no fucking liquid, no assets, mm-hmm. no savings, and you don't know how to make more. You just think you have to work more, or work longer, or work overtime, like you mentioned
0: earlier. Yeah. Um, so do more of what you already admitted didn't work out in the this first is place. It's not working out. Yeah. 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 Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a
1: vicious cycle. It's a it's a check to check mentality. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, definitely, it's, it's dangerous, man. Yeah, and I think that is,
3: potentially, I, I would say maybe, a. I don't know if it's a poor mentality. I don't know. If we're saying poor versus broke, I would consider that a, um, you know, kind of like you mentioned lack mentality, but there's another word I'm looking for. Oh, Rios. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> really it. Yeah, no, go ahead. Take notes.
0: Um, So in in Robert Kiyosaki's book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he, his, he's famous for the cash flow quadrant. And it's really four different ideas that you identify with so one is one is income, right? How much money do, again do you have coming in? two, you have to take out your expenses and what he counts expenses are rent, food, fun, clothes, you know things like that you know mm-hmm. okay and then you have to take a look at your assets so assets are more of your long-term investments like stocks, real estate and then you've got your liabilities. Uh, mortgage credit cards uh things like that so what he talks about is the flow of your cash the the poor class what they'll do is they have money coming in and then money going out right the middle class they have money coming in and once it gets past their expenses everything else goes to liabilities like credit cards and things like that it's it's what keeps you in the middle ground okay with with the rich, what they're doing is they're focusing more on assets, things that mm-hmm. are actually developing them. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite financial plans is by Jim Rohn, one of my all-time favorite people. And he talks about his 70-10-10-10 rule. And I didn't even bring this up, but it's oh, in... Oh, we talked about this. I have heard yeah, this actually, before, yeah. We mentioned it before. Yeah. Um, so 70% of your paycheck goes into living expenses. 10% goes into charity. 10% goes into short-term investments and 10% goes into long-term investments.
3: In the 70% living expenses, you're talking, uh, now we're not saying if income you make 5,000 a month that your mortgage should be 4,000. Exactly, so we're yeah. yeah. We're right, saying right. that's everything. <laughs> everything. That's income, expenses, entertainment, food, Yep. all that. Majority of yeah. the stuff.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. most people, they're gonna take a look at this and they're like, wait a minute, I don't even have 10% to give. Mm-hmm. First off, that says something about you.
3: You gotta start the other direction.
0: Yeah. You gotta stop for Here's my mentality.
3: Up. Yeah, and I'm probably interrupting you. No, right. So I apologize, but I'm not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've all had a four hundred one k account. Yep. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Well, maybe not.
2: Maybe not. and I <laughs> Right. Uh,
3: currently, I put eleven percent towards mine. I'm not afraid to share that. I don't notice it anymore. Mm-mm. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me. You can't afford to put 10% away to anything. Because first of all, before you even get your paycheck, more than 10% of it's gone. Taxes. Federal income tax, state income tax, if you're in a state that does so. FICA, social security, benefits, medical, dental, vision, all that good stuff, right? True. That money is gone. You don't have a choice. You have a choice on some of the, well, you no longer have a choice on the medical benefits, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) sorry. You used to have a choice on the medical benefits. Yep. but that's money that's already gone. Mm-hmm. Treat these other 10s like that money. Yeah. Then the remaining will be the 70% that you can craft your life around. You don't need a home that's that big or a car that's that fast. Why do you need it? So I say we flip this around. We make this the 10, 10, 10, 70 rule. And I'm actually scribbling that out it's, right now. It's, doing it's it actually- As we speak.
2: Interesting you well. said that. Uh, with, with that, um, when you're giving away or as a charity it you guys you kind of get into a mindset of giving it away mm-hmm. and at that point you're not thinking about impressing other people no you're pretty much like oh i need to give it away that's just what i do yeah and a part of it i think it's where the karma comes in as well it's the more you give out the more it comes back to you mm-hmm. and i believe um uh, the movie that I watched on Netflix, it kind of mentioned a little bit about The secret? That, yeah. Where it was like, it, the more you give up, and the more you're going to return back to you. Uh-huh. And, with, and it's kind of the same thing. Uh-huh. It's You just get into the mindset, and then you just stop worrying about impressing people, having the, one of the best things I want. And then you st- end up, stop saving money, uh-huh. and put it to, to where it needs to be. And in the end, you're just going to end up growing.
1: Yeah. I think it shifts your priorities. Yeah, it does, it does. A lot of times a lot of people think about the things that they get and it's all about impressing other people and whatnot. Um, If you just curve back on that a little bit too, you know what I mean? If you spend $200 on clothes a month, spend 50. Go to Marshall's, go to Ross.
0: You don't need to go to Nordstrom's.
1: You don't need to go to Macy's. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if you're eating out every day, instead of spending $20 on on a steak, you know, spend five on a salad. Make you feel better too. So little things like that, its that was one of the biggest things for me was knowing that I have a huge move that I'm gonna make and I need to save money for this trip and I need to save money to move back home, things like that. Mm-hmm. I start to curb myself. I can only spend this much money on food. I can only spend this much money on comic books because I still buy comic books <laughs> but I don't buy $200 worth of comic books <laughs> every damn week. Like you used to. <laughs> I buy 10, 13, 15, yeah. things like that. You know, it still um, makes me happy for one, because I, I still get to enjoy uh, my vice, but it doesn't break the bank. Mm-hmm. So that seventy percent starts to look more like fifty percent. I think there's an important. And then those bigger percentages can go towards other things like savings and charity, mm-hmm. yeah. things Like that. I think there's an important question to ask. I wrote it down here, and, mm-hmm. and uh, Emily yeah. and
3: I discussed this as well. Is yeah. does this add value? right oh that's right cool. yeah. yeah and i discussed that in a lot of aspects does it add value to me does it add value to you uh for emily and myself does this add value to our relationship right maybe i'm gonna call you out
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm
3: gonna call myself out too i'm gonna call us both out some refer to a specific instance <laughs> does a 130 dollars pair of lululemon yoga pants add value to our relationship
1: I no. would say possibly yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: literally,
3: <laughs> she got a lot. She got a lot. She don't need
1: no more. All right, then. then so no.
3: no, no, it absolutely does not. <laughs> does a two hundred dollar pair of Jordans add value to our relationship? No, no, absolutely not. Does it even add value to me?
2: Oh, it's not nostalgic. if you not wearing
3: it. It's nostalgic. Yeah. Right. It's the same reason why those fucking little ass Nintendos are selling like hotcakes right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, right? And the new SNES jump bar about to come out. Does the yoga pants add value to her? No, because a lot of times they just sit in a fucking drawer <laughs> and she wears the same <laughs> five pairs that she really likes and the other one she gets just because. Rockin' and stocking. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, that's $330, right? Right. Last week, we went to dinner at El Gaucho. It was $265. Yes, it was. Ooh. Before tip. Right? I left a $50 tip. Because I think that if you do a good job, especially at a place like El Gaucho, mm-hmm. it's not just a server, it's an experience. Right? Mm. And they do a fantastic job and they deserve 20%. So it was a little over $300. For one meal, that's fucking expensive. Right? There was a time in my life. if you're rich. Li- there was a time in my life where I was spending $3 on a meal. Right? And I thought, I don't want to spend more than three bucks. was get- the time in your life when that was half a paycheck. I'm gonna get two McChickens. <laughs> I'm gonna get two McChickens and some fucking sweet and sour sauce on the side before McDonald's <laughs> started charging 39 cents for a sweet and sour sauce. Babe, you want right. some fries? You want some fries, don't so, you? <laughs> yeah. So when you think about it, that's a huge step, mm-hmm. right? 100 times the cost of what I used to spend on a meal.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Now to be able to do that is phenomenal, right? That's amazing. So to, to really think about the fact that I can, I'm not saying I can go every Friday night and spend $300 on dinner and not bat an eye because that's that's some shit. That's too much money. <laughs> <laughs> Set it straight. <laughs> but the fact that we were able to do it and it provides value in our relationship. At mm. that point, cost is less important. Very it's true. a number. Mm. But if I'm spending that $300 on a pair of Jordans and a pair of Lululemon yoga pants, that's just going broke. If I spend that $300 on dinner, I'm enriching myself. Mm-hmm. It's an investment in me.
0: Yeah. It may
3: not be an asset as described in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but it's an investment in a relationship, in myself, and my significant other. So to me, those types of things are very important. So I ask that question, does this provide value? So yes, absolutely. And it's just like that, I believe does. So instead of saying, oh, we shouldn't spend that much money on dinner, we need to buy groceries and paper towels and I need a pair of yoga pants, and I need a pair of shoes. Yeah. No, don't skimp on those types of things. True. I'm a firm
1: believer that you cannot put a price tag on an experience, and as an experience that is absolutely enriching. And if you think about it this way and just switch up your mentality a little bit, the money that you're saving on, let's say $300 pairs of shoes and $300 pair of um, lululemon yeah, whatever. yoga pants and a 400 hundred dollar lululemon jacket and a jacket you know you're, you're talking about about 800 bucks right there Easy. and you're spending 300 dollars on dinner you still technically have 400 dollars if you just and i'm getting so much more bit. out of it right exactly. it's not it's not even tangible i can't yep. feel
3: it or touch it or see it or smell it but well i ate it that shit was delicious <laughs> <laughs> and the, the first thing i thought when i took a bite in my steak was damn Sucks to be a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to hate, but I was like, damn, because I did my little stint. as was vegetarian for a little while. Mm-hmm. It was a challenge. That's for damn sure. Tough. I want to see what it was like. I believe there's something in it, but man, it, is I tell you what? it is tough. It is tough. It was a good steak. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting I'm getting off track. But that was where I had to go with that. He was making me think that I think that's a very important question. When you're spending money, you can ask yourself, does this provide value? in myself, in my family, in my loved ones, in my relationship, in my friendships, whatever that is, does provide value. If not,
0: you're probably wasting money going broke. Um, I think just in, in as we wrap this up, there's there's two things that I, I find really valuable. So like you were saying, Kamal, initially when it comes to charity and donations and stuff like that, you're just not in that mindset. So you'll be somewhere, PetSmart does this all the time. Would mm-hmm. you like to donate a doll for this? Yep. No thank you, you know, people say it all the time. So after watching The Secret and and learning more about money through some of these books, now anytime I'm asked for a donation, like a Taco Bell or, or Petsmart or whatever because that's going to be for. your first tour Taco Bell
3: gives you a free taco
0: though. yeah I didn't know that <laughs> I know the right oh yeah. really oh so so yeah coupons in my, in my yeah. car Well, yeah. oh, I'm doing and, it uh, uh, every time now yeah. it's, it's around March that they do their big graduation and their the fundraisers yeah yeah because I
3: did it too recently <laughs> same
0: does cancer
1: yeah,
3: can we go one episode about not
1: hearing
0: Taco Bell for yeah, real? Sorry, go ahead. My bad. I got um, kind of excited
1: and wanted to jump in part of the conversation. Go ahead. Man. So,
0: so here's what I do. So, Sam, go ahead and ask me if I'd like to donate. Would you like to donate a dollar to Taco Bell's Kids Under Pressure? <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <My laughs>
1: <laughs> Roll hit. Would you like to donate a dollar
3: to our cause today?
0: Heck yeah, I would. And and I get super excited like that, right? Yeah. And they're like taken back because they. Like, ju- these poor people hear nothing but rejection day in, day out. Right. <laughs> and so now it's, I'm like, yeah, I'd like to donate. Let's do it. Yeah. And then whatever they say, Oh, would you like to order, you know, I uh, would yeah. you like to donate one, two, three dollars I was like, let's go three. Like I get so excited yeah. and it helps them up. And not only that, but it makes me feel amazing mm-hmm. because now I'm directly seeing like you know, a, a free impact that I could do. Me giving away, you know, a dollar, I'm never gonna know mm. what that dollar resulted into, what the what the ROI is or whatever. <laughs> but, but seeing this person be like, wow, like someone actually said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's, it's, and sometimes they ring a bell or something like that, or I they all like, thank you, you and know
3: they sing cool. a song. So I'm, yeah. the, I'm the opposite of you. Oh. I'll I'll donate, but I don't even think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Because they don't ask a lot of times. It's on the screen now, right? Let's pay cash. Yeah. It's on the screen. Boop. And I always just donate. It pops up. Yeah, it's like one, two, five, and ten or whatever it is. Yeah. And I just always hit like a dollar, two dollars or whatever, right? Well, I do it every time. And they get excited. They're like, oh, thank you for your donation today. And they ring a bell. And I'm like, oh, shit. What did I do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. Like, why wouldn't I? It's a fucking dollar. Yeah. It's
2: it's not just affecting you. It's affecting others as well. Yeah, I'm able to
3: be here and buy groceries, Hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Instead of fucking corn pops, I'll get puffed corn. And I'll give
0: a dollar to something that makes more sense. And how good do you feel afterwards? Fantastic. Yeah. 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 And then the other thing. I think this is phenomenal, and I wish I could remember where I heard it from. Kyle, I think this is right up your alley because of the conversations that you and I have. So say right now I'm in a job where I'm making, let's say, $2,000 a month, right? So I – no, I'm not going to play it safe because that's a stupid low amount. If you're making $2,000, you really need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. I was like, fuck. I'm yeah. struggling. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to bump it up. So say you're making 60K a year, right? Money. If you're making 60K a year, you're going to base your lifestyle, following a lot of these rules (laughs) around 60K a year. So you're gonna have a certain um, expenses and whatnot, you know? Kind of And now say you get a raise, a a 5K raise. So now all of a sudden you're making 65K. What the majority of the people Mm -hmm. are gonna do, 97% of the population is gonna say, oh, now I've got a little bit more money to play Mm -hmm. with. (laughs) Instead, because you you don't know that five K more exists. It means nothing to you right now. So automatically set up in in your bank account rules because you can do that now, you know, mm-hmm. going to BECU and and set a rule that every month five K automatically goes into savings or, or checking or whatever the case is, because you don't know that
2: money exists anyways, it means nothing to you. You're already living comfortably so, at where you're at right now. Exactly. Yeah. So tip of what I do, which I like to kind of see it. Like, I'll just share it. Thank you. All my direct deposit doesn't go to my checking. It goes to my savings. Nice. So now when it's coming out of my savings, even though it just says savings, now I'm kind of consciously thinking about how much is coming out of my savings. That's a good call. Now, it's just a matter of that name. Checking versus savings essentially it's the same damn thing. Mm-hmm.
3: So you start everything in savings.
2: Yep. And then that's if awesome. I want anything, I would transfer it to che- checking and then do it from and there. And you can
3: only transfer so many times and shit like that, right?
2: Yeah. So now you're keeping up with it as part of your plan, that financial plan that you make up is how many times you do that and how much you do it. Good call. And that's just, that's just something that I
3: do. Yeah. I have mine split. Yeah. Obviously, the vast majority of my checking and then to savings and then kind of um, how he was saying it yeah, yeah. and then everything else like uh, a lot of times I'll I'll put more <laughs> into savings and be more aggressive but I have rules already set up that just automatically transfer to savings every time I go I did not even process. know it existed so that's yeah. good information yeah it's pretty easy um, that's fantastic and I think the next thing yeah. a whole other episode we're going to wrap up here i to do the two minute takeaway in just a moment is possibly to talk about how much money you're losing by letting that money sit in your savings account Ooh, okay. that's one of the sort and i ain't no financial analyst but i'm just saying yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah. do something with it you gotta do something with it it can't just sit there you're losing money yep sitting
1: on it money making money so ladies and gentlemen
3: <laughs> it's
0: time for
1: the two minute takeaway with your host Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie what am I, yeah, Kyrie Irving? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, y'all gotta tell me sometimes, like, I, I didn't know you were excited about this shit. Come Come on, let me know, it's I'm improv. gonna get excited. It's improv. Yeah. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, <laughs> and now it's time for... <laughs> Two Minute Takeaway with Kyrie.
3: Y'all are ridiculous. I yeah. hope this if I wanted not so sunburn, you'd be able to see I'm turning red right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You People on YouTube are dying like, what right time. now. How like, hell are you doing? Man, yeah. those guys are fools. Darker yeah. than come on.
1: Take it away, Kyle. Oh, Ooh, oh, oh, Sorry, oh. pizza. Pizza's here. <laughs> Two-minute takeaway.
3: So today's episode was all about being poor versus being broke and how poor is a mindset and broke is uh, in a state of time, right? It's it's an instance. Oh, it's It's a scenario. Ignorance is not bliss. So when we're talking about money, you need to know where your money's going, what it's going to. Today, some of our money went to pizza. Yeah. Right? Because it's convenient and it's building value in our relationship. We're about to have a meal together.
2: And you're actually doing a charity to us. Doing a charity to y'all. There yeah. charity to my broke-ass
3: podcast I this dude. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I
1: got you. I got you. Yeah,
3: i play. Um So, those are a couple of things that we talked about. Follow the 10-10-10-70 rule. Mm-hmm. Look it up. We're gonna leave. We're gonna link to all of the books that we discussed in the mm-hmm. podcast episode today on our website, um, as well as a few other things. The Robert Kiyosaki Rich Dad Poor Dad um, expense quadrant, income, expenses, assets, and liabilities. So take a look at that. And then one big thing that helped me uh, a shit ton, I will say, is asking yourself that simple question before you spend money: is Does this add value to my life? or to my relationships, or to my friendships, or to my family. If not, why are you doing it? And I'm not saying that it's not okay to every once in a while have a selfish expense. If you want a pair of shoes, get yourself a pair of shoes. There's a reason why but it, it is have 65-inch TVs. Exactly. It is important to ask yourself, if you have a habit of buying a brand new pair of shoes every week, or the new TV as soon as it comes out, it is too easy to fall into that habit. So ask yourself a question every once in a while, is, does this provide value? If not, maybe you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that money is better spent elsewhere or invested elsewhere.
2: It comes down to needed versus want it. Need yeah. or
3: want it. Right? Time tell. So thanks again. We went a little bit long today. I think you're going to get some great value out of this week's episode. I'm going to hit you with uh, all of our social media um, sites and portals. And Rola's playing some music downstairs right now. Sam's GYST, got Get your shit together.
0: Yeah. No, it's just good background noise, player. We're good. The the pod uh the Pizza Hut driver uh subscribed to our podcast like while very I was like, Shout out to the
3: Pizza Hut man. What's his yeah. name? Billy? Uh Michael. Charles. Michael. Yeah. Shout out to Michael. Thank, Thank you Michael man. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, I hope his name was Michael. Yeah. <laughs> He's a white guy. Michael's a white
2: guy. I was like, let me write Michael the pizza guy. Just shout out for him on the GYST. Take the it, it away. And tune in
3: next week.
0: Sam's <laughs> <laughs> so mad at me right now. I didn't think you'd be able to hear it all the way up here. Oh, I hate y'all, y'all. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your th- together.